retired general. I want to say thank you for your service, Mr. Keith Alexander, general, right? Founder and co-CEO of IronNet. First and foremost, thank you for your service, sir. We truly appreciate that and having you on our show today. Thanks for being here. Let's talk about IronNet, right? You went public via SPAC merger, debuting on the NYSE. Introduce the company to the, you know, to the audience here a little bit. Well, first, thanks for your kind words, Nicole. Greatly appreciated. I'll tell you, it was an honor and privilege to serve in our military, along with those men and women, both in the military, in the intelligence community, and in our government. So a great honor. One of the things that I saw when I was in government, I had the privilege and opportunity to lead both the National Security Agency and U.S. Cyber Command. We had the responsibility to defend the nation, but we couldn't see attacks on the nation. The consequence, our nation was at risk. There was no real public-private sharing, if you will. Think of it as a radar picture between what's hitting the private sector and what the government can see. So we started IronNet with a thought of, let's go fix that problem. Let's see if we can come up with a detection system that finds threats that others cannot see, an expert system that helps us wade through those threats, a hunt platform that people can use, and then if you can anonymize that data, share it so that we get this radar picture for cybersecurity. We believe that's the future of cyber. And in doing that, one of the things that we'll create, if, if you think about this, is knowledge sharing and crowdsourcing. So imagine 90 banks out there, each with 10 people working as hard as they can. The amount of information they see is doubling every year along with the devices, the operating systems. They can't double their people. And next door is another bank with 10 people. Now imagine if those 90 banks work together. That's 900 people to collectively defend that sector, that group. That's the way of the future. And if they do that and they can anonymize that data, we can share it with the government. I think that's where it's going. I think that's where countries, sector states, and companies will go. Right. And it's amazing as you talk about trying to have this collaboration and these uh, cybersecurity solutions to move all of this forward and protect our nation, which is most important. Um, we had the Colonial Pipeline hack back in May. Cybersecurity is obviously something we've talked about exponentially, especially with the work from home, right? The whole new wave of people working from home, they don't have the same protection as they did when they were in the office. So what are you focusing on now? Does IronNet have a particular area in which you specialize? Well, actually, uh, we're trying to cover all those areas, the financial sector, the energy sector, the defense industrial base, the healthcare, state and local government. So we're working on those. That's where we are right now. I think the biggest jump for us will be in the defense industrial base, helping to defend that because we see more activity, the theft of intellectual property, being one of the biggest uh, hits on our nation, that transfer of wealth. I'll tell you, we started with the energy sector. The CEOs there said, help us defend the energy sector, our grid. Uh, and those CEOs from companies like Southern, AEP, Berkshire Hathaway, Con Ed, et cetera, they came together and said, let's work together and ensure our nation is ready for future attacks. Nicole, you mentioned things like solar winds and Colonial Pipeline, the Microsoft and other attacks. We're seeing this increase. The threats to our country are going to grow. This capability in cyber, our adversaries can use against us because it's a huge vulnerability. We have to address this problem. And it can't be 
everybody defending themselves. That will never work. Right. We will never be as good as we are collectively. Right. And we think about China and Russia and, uh, you know, what kind of collaborations they may or may not have. And we're trying to protect ourselves here at home. What are some of the headwinds? Is there any sort of risk in putting all of this together? Does it give a hacker even more information at the touch of a hand? Like, oh, thanks. You put it all together for us. Well, it's slightly different than that. So right now, this is easy for hackers because all they got to do is find one company that failed to do something and they're in. Right. You find one person that's made a mistake. Now imagine, you know, if we were all working together, you see one coming in, everybody can do something about it. More importantly, our government can. So we have to get it to that point. And I think mm -hmm. training in this area is going to be really important. How do we train the private sector like we train the public sector to look at what we have to do to defend that company, that sector, states and nation? So I think that's part of the future. And I would tell you, it's just the opposite. If we don't share, what's yep. been happening will continue to happen. Right. It makes a lot of sense, General. It really does. In an ideal world here in the next 6 to 12 to 18 months, what would you like to see, whether it's help from the government or help from these companies, to get this project moving forward faster? Well, I think, you know, this is learning for me, learning how to be a real good co-CEO and, and give our customers what they need and help educate them in these areas of what's going on. I think what the executive order has done is said the public-private partnership is a priority for the administration. So that's a good thing. That's first and foremost. We've got to get people working together. Second is we've got to help people understand what we mean by collective security and anonymizing information. Oftentimes people think, well, that's my information. We're talking about threat-related information, easy to share, something that will help the government and that company understand when they're under attack. I think that's part of this future is just drilling through that. What do we need? I think as a company, what we have to do, we're gonna focus on making sure our customers are happy. The product we develop is the best in the market space and that we create this collective defense platform that will help to shape cybersecurity for the future. It's so great to speak with you. We wish you the best of luck and all you need to move this project forward today. The stock is up 19%, so a good move here at around 1501. Retired General Keith Alexander, thank you. Thank you so thank much you. in every way. We appreciate it. Founder and co-CEO of IronNet. Come back soon and give us some updates. Thank you.